Hey everybody, pray that the Lord is blessing you today and that you've just had a wonderful one. Uh, we are thankful uh, that you are joining with us tonight. Uh, let's open up in prayer uh, and just turn uh, our time together uh, over to the Lord. Let's pray together. Uh, Lord, we love you. Uh, we are thankful to be your people called by your name, and we are thankful that you are good and gracious, compassionate, uh, slow to anger and abounding in love, uh, full of mercy. Uh, yes. We bless you and we praise you and we exalt you. Uh, Lord, we just invite you to be with us tonight. And we pray that this would be your time, uh, that your kingdom would come, that your will would be done, that you would speak uh, to each and every one of us, uh, that you would encourage us, that you would give us uh, direction. Bring your word to us tonight, yes. Lord, we pray. Uh, let it be a lamp unto our feet and a light unto our path. Yes, Lord. And we hope tonight as we are together and as we look into your word, uh, that you would be exalted and glorified yes. and honored in all that we do. Bless us tonight, we pray. Jesus. In Jesus' mighty name, Jesus. I pray. Amen. 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 Praise the Lord. Uh, well, uh, you know, we've... Uh, you know, got an election coming up uh, here next week. It's next week, right? It's yeah, next, week. next week. Yes, November uh, the third. Yes, November <laughs> the third, uh, and uh, you know, because of that, it and all the news and everything, it's really easy to see uh, how divided we are uh, as a nation. Uh, you know how one side believes something and another mm. side believes something mm. else, and everybody's passionate about their. Uh, differing uh, beliefs uh, and um, you know I understand uh, that uh, and you know and can and can see how you know in the world there can be all kinds of different beliefs and all kinds of uh, division but um, when it comes to the church and when it comes to the people of God uh, we uh, really should not be all that divided uh, yeah. we uh, should uh, be united. Mm -hmm. uh, we should be together. Uh, and really one of the only ways that that can take place, uh, actually, you know, that's one of the things that Jesus prayed for. In John uh, 17, he prayed uh, that his disciples uh, would be united and that his disciples that come from uh, the work of his disciples, that they would be united, that his church would be a united uh, church. And in Christ, mm -hmm. you know, one of the things that takes place is that our beliefs are shifted and changed so that we have like beliefs, so that we believe the same thing, which is so important for unity to take place. I mean, yeah. we would have a hard time uh, being married and having a wonderful marriage and a united marriage if we were on total opposite spectrums of right. our of our beliefs yeah. you know i mean yeah. we even cheer for the same football team yeah. you know because that's so <laughs> important uh, um you know so in the church there shouldn't be all kinds of division uh, but you know from what you see posted on social media and stuff there is a lot of division yeah there is a lot yeah. of disagreement in the church and and we we can see that nowadays because all the social media everybody's got a voice everybody's got an opportunity uh, to express their opinion and so you start to see christians uh, who have differing opinions and are passionate mm -hmm. about them uh, on on very you know controversial and different uh, issues and so that uh, that is uh, that's showing that in the church and among Christians, you know, there's a lot of division in 
in beliefs, uh, in, in doctrine, uh, in philosophy, in, in, uh, in what we hold to be right and true. Mm. And so, you know, we know, you know what one side of the argument is and we know what they're saying and we know what the other side of the argument is and we know what they're saying. But as, as Christians, you know, what we really need to find out, what we really need to know is what does the Bible say. Uh, so what we wanted to do tonight was just address some of these uh, issues and see what the what the Bible has to say uh, about them. And we want to tackle uh, maybe one of the popular ones and, and, and the ones that are really important uh, that maybe you don't hear talked about as much, but you should, right. but that yeah. are really important uh, that, that we need to find out what does the Bible say about it. And if you're a Christian and you don't care what the Bible says about it, uh, then, then you really need to uh, to take a good hard look in the mirror uh, and repent and, and put your faith and trust again in our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, uh, because this is His book. And uh, John says that in the beginning was the Word, and the yeah. Word was with God, mm -hmm. and the Word was God. Yeah. Uh, so we just want to try to give some answers. Uh, some what does the Bible say? to some of these issues so yeah so what are some that we should that we should address that we should well I'm gonna ask you the question in just a second but I happen to think while you were talking about what we believe and you know as Christians we need to believe what the Word of God says it needs to be our compass yeah. <laughs> I mean that's and right. so many people are just their beliefs are not based on anything it's just based on what they hear on TV or based on what they hear their friends say or based on ideas from other people you know but yeah. this the Word of God and I'm pointing to Jason's Bible right here the Word of God is God's Word yes it's his Word that's right and that's what we need to base everything we believe you know, we believe we need to base it on the word the of, of the God, word the authority of God. of the word of God. Right. Yeah. And so today in school, I just think I shared this with you earlier, but yeah, this was so good. Um, yeah. We were talking about we we're going through a Bible study. It's called Thinking Like a Christian. I think we all That's need to go thing. through that yeah. Bible study. We need to think like a Christian. That's right. Well, we were talking about philosophy. And the word philosophy is actually two um, Greek words. And it's philo, philo which mm -hmm. is, you know, if you look Philadelphia, philo is love. Okay. And Sophia means wise. So yeah. it means we love, philosophy means the love of wisdom, wisdom, love of wisdom. So as Christians, our philosophy needs to be based on the wisdom and the, and the power and the truth of the word of God. Yes. And, yes. Um, and wisdom loves truth. Yeah, wisdom loves truth. Yes. And there's not multiple truths. That's right. You know, there's false truths out there, and there's a lot of Christians who are believing false truths. Yes. And there's not false truths. This Word of God is the truth. Jesus is the truth. He is the way. He is the life. There's not multiples. Yes. He is. So as we go into this election time, as we go into choosing leaders, as Christians, we've got to base our decision based on the Word of God. So one of the first things that, you know, we, we really need to think about when we're, when we're choosing our leaders is what are, is their stand on abortion? Yes. Well, I don't really care who else's stand, what anybody else's stand is. I care about what the Word of God says. Right. And if somebody is, going, is supporting what the Word of God says, so pointing towards that truth, then that's who I'm going to support. Yes. So what does the Bible say about the very, very important issue of Abortion. Abortion. It's still such a such a divisive uh, topic. Yes. And there's two different sides. 
you know, there's the pro-life side and there is the pro-abortion uh, side and, and there's incredible passion mm -hmm. on uh, both uh, sides. And I'll just go ahead and tell you that I am pro-life, that the Bible uh, is uh, pro-life. And th this is kind of the, the defining thing for me when it comes to, you know, who am I, who am I gonna vote right. for? You right. know, who's pro-life? Yeah. I'm not, you know, if, if I find out they're pro-life, then then that's about what I need to know about mm -hmm. about everything else about them. If mm -hmm. I find out that they're not, then I'm not, then I'm not going to vote for them, right. uh, because that is clearly against uh, the the word of God. It's clearly against what the Bible uh, says. Uh, so you know, kind of the uh, the argument on the pro life side uh, is uh, that uh, abortion. Uh, is uh, killing an innocent life. It is killing an innocent uh, baby, uh, which the Word of God clearly says is wrong. That, you know, Exodus 20, that you shall not uh, mm -hmm. murder. Mm -hmm. You know, Revelation, yeah. uh, I mean, uh, Revelation 9, uh, 21, uh, you know, talks about not that they didn't repent of murder. Uh, Revelation 21, uh, 8, you know, says that there aren't any murderers that are going to come into our eternal home, that are going to come into our uh, new Jerusalem. Uh, you know, Genesis uh, chapter 4, where Cain and Abel comes out, mm -hmm. and Cain lures his brother out into a field. Yeah. It's premeditated, thought mm -hmm. out. Abel is completely mm -hmm. innocent. He lures him out there into that field, and he kills him. And, and that's the first uh, murder, and he comes under God's judgment uh, because of it. So, uh, so we know that we cannot murder. We know that you cannot take an innocent life. And no, no one can just choose to, you know, if I'm innocent, nobody can just choose to take to take uh, my life. Right. That is clearly supported by the Word of God, yeah. and thankfully yeah. by our by our laws mm -hmm. as well. That mm -hmm. you cannot that you cannot murder. So the pro-life side is is against abortion because it says, you know, we cannot make a choice to kill an innocent life. Nobody has that right to to choose uh, to take an innocent life. Uh, the pro-abortion uh, side of the argument is they would agree with that, but their side of the argument uh, is uh, that this baby in the womb mm. is not is not a living person, that this is not a life. Uh, so they're not taking an innocent uh, life. Uh, so what we need to see is what Scripture has to say uh, about uh, about us as uh, human beings. We know that Genesis chapter uh, 1, uh, Genesis 1, 26 uh, through 27, uh, God speaks, he says to him, he says to the Trinity, he says, come, let us make man mm. and let us make man in our uh, image, in our likeness, and let's make him. And so then, so then God made man, male and female, it says that he uh, created them so that so that we are uh, God's uh, creation. Uh, Ephesians 2:10 uh, says that we were created in Christ okay. Jesus to yeah. do good works which God prepared in advance for us mm -hmm. to do. So the reason that we ha have value and the reason that we have worth is because that we are created That's by right. God right. in yeah. uh, the image of uh, God. Now really interesting verse uh, is found in Jeremiah 1 uh, verses 4 and 5. He says this, the word of the Lord came to me saying, before 
I formed you in the womb. I knew you. Before you were born, I set you apart. I appointed you as a prophet to the nations. Mm. And so before Jeremiah is born, before he is even formed in the womb, God has prepared him and set him apart to be a prophet to Mm -hmm. the nations. So then you could tack on to this, Jeremiah 29, 11, where God says, I know the plans that I have for you, plans to prosper you and not to harm you, to give you hope and a future. You connect those two together uh, along with with Ephesians 1, uh, 3 and 4, where he says, before the foundations before I formed the foundations of the earth, I chose you and set you mm-hmm. apart. Uh, that God has plans and purposes, uh, destiny, uh, that he's created us to do good works uh, and that he has prepared those and planned those before he even formed us in the right. womb. That that has happened before I was even formed mm-hmm. in mm-hmm. Uh, the womb. Uh, so according to scripture, uh, I, am, I am formed and fashioned and created and thought of by God even before he forms me in the womb. And then it says that he is forming me in the womb. You know, so that when I was just a little baby in the womb, in the womb, God was creating me and forming me and molding me and shaping me and making me there in the womb. Got anything to add to any of that? Yeah, and then, you know, in the New Testament, it says that we are um, the temple of the Holy Spirit. Yes. You know, so just the value of, who we are. We're made in God's image. You know, he's formed us. He's fashioned us. He's prepared work for our, works for us in advance. And we are his temple. We house the Holy Spirit, yes. you know. Um, so just that we are so precious to him um, as just human beings. So, the you know, babies yes. <laughs> are human beings. Are and human yeah, that's right. That's right. Yes. Uh, before even. Yeah. Conception. That's right. They are known by God, yeah, and has their and have their destiny prepared, mm-hmm. uh, their good works thought out, right. Uh, uh, so, so there's there's the value and life and and worth of a human being mm-hmm. even before. Mm-hmm. So right at uh, conce- conception, this yeah. is a this is a living human being created and formed uh, by yeah. God mm-hmm. and completely innocent. That's right. With no one to protect it. Yeah. yeah. But God shows up as our protector. He does. Uh, Psalm 139, you may be familiar uh, with this one. It says this, it says, For you created my inmost being. You knit me together in my mother's womb. Mm. I praise you because I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Your works are wonderful. I know that full well. These these precious little children are the works of the Lord. Mm -hmm. Uh, Even even from before we can imagine, uh, they are thought of and planned and prepared uh, by God. Yeah. And, and are living human beings that, that their lives cannot, mm-hmm. uh, right. no one has the right to choose yeah. to take right. uh, that uh, life. And so we have got to stand uh, on the Word of God. Yeah. And we've got to be pro-life and we have got to stand against mm-hmm. abortion uh, because, because the Holy Spirit within us uh, confirms that it's true yeah. and our conscience confirms that it's true and the word of God uh, confirms yes. you know, that this is true yeah. as well. Yeah. Mm. Also want to say that we can look at through the scripture and see how the enemy has used abortion throughout scriptures. Yes. 
um, you know, we look back into the people of God in the in, in when they were living in Egypt and how Pharaoh was killing babies, mm-hmm. you know. And then we look when Jesus was coming on the scene and how Herod was killing the children, you know. And it just seems to me that whenever God's wanting to move, God's wanting to put a, put something on, you know, in in place, then a generation starts to be murdered. Yes. And so this is kind of what is happening too, you know. Just you think about the generation that has been killed um, and uh, they don't have a voice. Well, mm-hmm. We have to be their voice. That's we have right. to be their voice. And um, if you've just joined us, we're talking about the issues that our countries are fa- countries facing. And coming up November the 3rd, we get to elect as our God-given freedom right. I mean, it's just a, it's a, it's a privilege yeah. to be able to vote. And we've got to vote on people who support what the Word of God says. Christians have Christian, to. Christians have to. They have to vote pro-life. They have to. They have to. We have to. That's yes. right. That's right. Yes. Um, so the Holy Spirit stirring within you. Yeah. I'm sorry. Go ahead. It have, has to stir you to That's vote right. pro-life. I mean, I mean, just the just a person with a our our conscience uh, should mm. uh, just stir us that that this is that the abortion is wrong. Right. I mean, yeah. uh, but when we are have surrendered our lives to Christ mm-hmm. and we're filled with the Holy Spirit, mm-hmm. uh, the Holy Spirit working within us, and our renewed conscience and the Word of God, uh, we have got to uh, vote pro uh, life. Right. I was at a, a prayer meeting uh, some years ago and. Uh, uh, and it was a big, big prayer meeting, and there were several things that were being prayed about, but abortion was one, mm-hmm. one of those things being prayed about. Uh, and I heard this in this prayer meeting. There's this this horrible like weeping and and wailing that mm-hmm. came from from behind me. It like it almost scared me. Yeah. It startled me. Yeah. Uh, and and I, I turned and looked behind me, and there was there was just a group of people, like a, mm-hmm. like a large group of people that had just broken out into this mm-hmm. weeping and this, and this wailing and kind of wow. in my natural, yeah. in, my, in my flesh, I, I was kind of like, man, that is, that is weird right mm-hmm. there. And I was like, mm-hmm. that is, that's crazy. That is a little yeah. bit extreme. Like all this is going through my right. head right. here, you know, really quickly. And the Holy Spirit like spoke to me and checked me uh, very quickly, like mm-hmm. clear as he ever has yeah. and said, and said, you know, 40 million babies have been killed. Somebody's got to weep. Mm. And he said, this is this is weeping wow. over wow. over these children. And then, of course, yeah. I began to weep and yeah. pray yeah. as well. Um, yeah. So we got to stand on the Word of God yes. to be pro-life. That's right. That's right. So another issue um, that, as Christians, we cannot ignore is um, gay marriage and homosexuality. I mean, the word of God is so clear yeah. on this. So kind of just share with us, you know, what the, what what does the Bible say about this? Yeah. I think a great, you know, passage of scripture here on uh, on a, a homosexuality is in is in 1 Corinthians 6 um, where Paul just speaks to this issue of homosexuality and to and to sexual immorality and he says a lot here. We don't have time to go into all of it, but but let's do read uh, here First uh, Corinthians six, starting at verse nine. This is what the what the Bible says about it. You know, a lot of people are saying a lot of things about mm-hmm. it. What does the What does the mm-hmm. Bible have to say? Yes, that's right. Uh, do you not know that the wicked will not inherit the kingdom of God? Do not be deceived. It's very clear. The wicked's not going to inherit the kingdom of God. And then he just comes in there and says, "Don't be deceived. Uh, neither the sexually immoral." nor idolaters, 
nor adulterers, nor male prostitutes, nor homosexual offenders, nor thieves, nor the greedy, nor drunkards, nor slanders, nor swindlers will inherit the kingdom of God. So, you know, very clear here, and there are other scriptures that we could bring in uh, that, uh, that the homosexual offender is listed here among the wicked uh, that will not inherit uh, the kingdom uh, of God. So this is, you know, easily uh, from Scripture uh, wrong. Uh, you know, some people ask the question, is it sin? Yes. Uh, from Scripture, uh, the Bible says that this is sin. But there's kind of good, I mean, not kind of, there's good and exciting news uh, as you just continue to read you know, here in verse 11. This is what he says. And that, you know, after he goes through this list mm. and he says, these will not inherit the kingdom of God, he says, yeah. and that is what some of you were. Mm. And he reminds yeah. all of us, right, that yeah. all of us have sinned That's right. and fallen short of the yes. glory of God. Yes. Uh, some of us uh, were thieves and some were greedy and some were drunkards and some were idolaters and some were adulterers yeah. and some were homosexual offenders. Mm. That's what some of us were. were. That's what we Past were. Tense. Past tense. Past yeah. tense. in Christ Jesus we are forgiven and we are redeemed yes. and we become a new mm -hmm. uh, creation, mm -hmm. born again, set free uh, from our sinful selves, right. born again into Christ Jesus to live a new uh, life. Yes. That is what some yeah. of you were, uh, but you were washed, you were sanctified, you were justified in the name of the Lord yeah, Jesus Christ right. and by yes. the Spirit of our God. Yeah. So that is what we were, but all of us have sinned and fallen short of the right. glory of God. That's right. But in Christ Jesus, we find forgiveness. Yes. In Christ Jesus, yes. we find a new uh, life. Yeah. You know, so we don't, we don't need to say that this is acceptable and that this is okay, mm. uh, we need to proclaim that this is sin and That's destructive right. like yeah. sin is. That's right. That's uh, right. And, and preach Jesus yeah. and lead people to repentance That's right. and lead them to right. a new life. That's right. There is hope yeah. in our Lord and Savior, yeah. uh, Jesus Christ. Yeah. Now, yeah. as far as the, uh, the, the marriage uh, part uh, of that uh, goes, uh, marriage, according to the Bible, according to the Word mm -hmm. of God, is between a man and a woman. Mm -hmm. uh, so, uh, so there can't really be marriage between a woman and a woman, That's right. or a man and a man, That's right. uh, because yeah. marriage was thought up, yep. established, and ordained uh, by God to be between a man uh, and a woman. Mm -hmm. uh, so that's the only that's the only thing that marriage can right. be. So yeah. gay marriage doesn't really exist. It marriages between a man and a woman according to the one who thought it up right. and, and created yep. it. And you can read about that uh, in, uh, in Genesis 2, uh, 20 through 24. Actually, it's important. We should just go here and, and just read this. Genesis 2, uh, 20, 20 through 24. Uh, so the man gave names to all the livestock, to the birds of the air, and to the beasts of the field. But for Adam, no suitable helper was found. So the Lord God caused the man to fall into a deep sleep. And while he was sleeping, he took one of the man's ribs and closed up the place with flesh. Then the Lord God made a woman from the rib he had taken out of the man, mm. and he brought her to the man. So right. he's got Adam the man and God made a woman yeah. and brings the woman to 
the man. And then it says this, verse 23, The man said, This is now bone of my bones and flesh of my mm -hmm. flesh. If you've heard that in a wedding, that's, this is where it comes from. Uh, she shall be called, she uh, shall be called woman, for she was taken out of man. For this reason, a man will leave his father and mother and be united to his wife, and they will become one flesh. Now, if that's not enough for you, Jesus uh, teaches this and quotes this uh, in Matthew 19. And, and here in Matthew 19 also makes a very clear distinction uh, betw that between a man and, and a woman. I heard somebody talk one time and said that the Bible doesn't ever say anywhere that a wife is a woman. Now, that is absolutely you know, false. The Bible very clearly, mm -hmm. very clearly just said it. <laughs> and here again in, uh, in Matthew 19, verse 4, uh, Jesus is being asked about divorce, and so he speaks about marriage here. He says, Haven't you read, uh, he replied, Matthew 19, verse 4, uh, at, that at the beginning uh, the Creator... Remember, this is God the Creator. Yeah. He's the one who made this yeah. and, and created this and thought this up and established it. So He's the only one who gets the right to define it. The Creator made them male and female mm -hmm. and said, For this reason, a man will leave his father and mother and be united to his wife, and the two will become one flesh. So they are no longer two, but one. Therefore, what God has joined together... Let no man separate. Yeah. Let not man uh, separate. So mm -hmm. Jesus clearly here, again, we've got the marriage verses. You've probably heard these. This is where they're coming from, coming from the Bible. It's where they should come from. Mm -hmm. Jesus very clearly here speaks to about a male and a female coming together in marriage and becoming one flesh. Then, he, then it says this in verse 7. Why then, they asked, did Moses uh, command that a man uh, give his wife a certificate of divorce and send her away? And Jesus replied, Moses permitted you to divorce your wives because your hearts were hard, but it was not this way from the beginning. I tell you uh, that anyone who divorces his wife except for marital unfaithfulness and marries another woman commits adultery. So here Jesus is clearly saying that the wife is a woman. Mm -hmm. You divorce the wife mm -hmm. and then marry another woman mm -hmm. that you commit adultery. So so the husband is the man, uh, the wife uh, is the woman. Very clear uh, from Scripture, marriage is between a man and a woman. Right. Yeah, and I can just, you know, a lot of seasoned, mature saints, you know, I know, know this and believe this. What I have been concerned about in seeing is this generation of young people, like, you know, ages, you know, 17, 18, 20, early 20s, they're, they're saying, this is, this is offensive. We've been so, you know, this is just, I'm saying this, talking for, talking them. for them. But we've been, they've been so, um, everything has been just been so, this is just nat natural. This is just normal. Homosexuality is just normal. Everything, TV, TV ads. I mean, I, I can't even hardly watch some TV ads with my kids because of, it just shows the homosexual lifestyle just as normal. Well, it's not normal. That's not how God created it. But I'm seeing young people just latching on to this false truth. 
So what would you say to, you know, even though they've, maybe even some of them had grown up in church, yeah. you know, what would you say to those young people, you know, who have just latched onto this false truth that, oh, well, we just got to love everybody. We've got to accept everybody. Mm -hmm. um, God says, is not saying not to love them. Matter of fact, sure. I think Jesus, if he was here on earth right now, would be having dinner with them yeah, and, and preaching to them and, and loving on them, you know, but talk to that that young group there that has just kind of latched onto this false truth of, of this is this is a lifestyle is okay. Yeah. Um, well, for the uh, you know to answer the the love question, absolutely we love. Yeah. You know, we, we uh, love. That's not that's a non-issue right there. It's a non-issue. <laughs> yeah. Uh, um, I mean, I'm not I'm not saying there's not people out there that that hate, but they're right. in the wrong. Right. You know. Then. Yes. You know, we. We love the lost. We love the sinner. That's right. Uh, we all recognize that we were sinners and are thankful for those who loved us mm -hmm. and the love of God mm -hmm. uh, for us. Uh, but but we've got to preach uh, Jesus. That's right. Uh, and 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 preach that in Jesus there is forgiveness uh, and there is transformation. Mm -hmm. uh, that uh, that we are not to remain uh, the same. You yeah. know, that if I was greedy before I came to Christ, right. you know, that that doesn't that doesn't you know if I was a greedy person that doesn't make being a greedy person okay or yeah. acceptable or yeah. life giving. Yeah. It's destructive to me. It's destructive right. to my relationship. Right. So when I come to Christ, I died to my uh, old self. I died to my old way. Everything became new. Mm -hmm. And so now I live a new life uh, through Christ and for uh, yeah. Christ. Uh, and and I don't live greedy uh, anymore. Right. I don't. I'm not a liar right. uh, anymore. Right. I'm not. Uh, I'm not an adulterer anymore. Mm -hmm. you know, I'm not a thief mm -hmm. anymore. All mm -hmm. of that stuff's gotta gotta be gone. Right. It's gotta shed off. Yeah. I'm new. Yes. Uh, in Christ Jesus. Yes. And so for uh, you know that's a wonderful hope. It's yes. Yeah. It's, it's it's not a negative thing. It's a it's a glorious, uh, positive right. uh, thing. Uh, um, and for, so for the Christian young person who's put their faith and trust in Jesus, uh, they've got to they've got to make the Word of God mm -hmm. what they build their belief system upon, mm -hmm. not not the false truth of the culture, right. the spirit of truth uh, that leads us into the true Word yes. of God yes. and teaches us truth from the Word of God. Yeah. So when I come to Jesus. One of the things that I, I not only lay down my sin, I lay down my false beliefs, mm -hmm. and I allow mm -hmm. the Word of God to to rebuild right. my yes. belief system, yeah. uh, to rebuild it on on the truth, mm -hmm. and and I don't try to. You know, I don't try to uh, take what I want and shift and change the Word right. of God. I want the Word of God to right. mold me and yes. shape me and change yes. me into who I want to yeah. be. Yeah, and so another thing I heard today is that our beliefs. Um, our, our behaviors come from our beliefs and consequences come come from our behaviors, mm -hmm. you know. So what we believe in, that's how we're going to behave. And how we behave, that's where our consequences are going to come from. And good or bad, you know, yeah. good or bad consequences. Yes. So, you know, just as a Christian, our beliefs have got to be based on the Word of God. And then our behavior then represents that, and our consequences then represent that. Yeah. You know, when our beliefs are based on the Word of God, then there's blessing, there's life, there's abundance, there's, you know, those are the good consequences of our beliefs being based on the Word of God. That's well, right. I, it makes me feel so 
so sad and so sorrowful for those who's, who had those false beliefs mm -hmm. and the behaviors that come from that and then the consequences that come from those behaviors. That's right. So, you know, I just want um, Christians just to be able to stand on the truth the whole truth and gotcha. nothing but the truth. Gotcha. Yes. Gotcha. Yes. Uh, freedom. The you know the foundation of freedom is truth. Mm -hmm. And if and if truth goes away, then freedom goes away with it. Yeah. You know, the reason America is free is because it's built on the word yes. of God. Yes. It's built on the truth. And That's the reason right. we're passionate about these things and we want to fight against the false truth is because is because that false truth attacks the the truth mm -hmm. foundation. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. if that truth foundation goes away, then yeah. freedom yeah. goes away with That's it. And right. the same is true for our individual lives, yes. right? Yeah. If, we're gonna, if I'm going to live free, mm -hmm. my life's got to be built on truth. Yes. If it's not built on truth, I'm not going to live free. That's I'm right. not going to, you know, I'm not going to Galatians 5, 1. Mm -hmm. uh, it's for freedom that Christ has set me free. Therefore, live free. Right. I'm going to be bound up. I'm going to, sin is going to bind me. Yes. Uh, uh, things that hinder are going to bind me. Yes. Uh, fear is going to come in. Mm -hmm. And by, when truth goes away, uh, fear uh, creeps in. I'm going to be bound up by, yep. by worry and yep. anxiety. I'm going to have all kinds of doubt. I'm yep. not going to be walking in the freedom That's right. that Christ That's uh, right. has for yep. me. Uh, and, that, and, and, and we see that. You know, a lot in our mm -hmm. Christian young people, a lot in, mm -hmm. a lot of, and a lot of Christians, they're not living in the freedom That's right. uh, that Jesus yes. has for them uh, yes. because they haven't yet decided, I'm going to build my life no matter what mm -hmm. on the truth of the Word of God. And if you refuse to build on the truth of the Word of God, then then you're just not going to be free. Yeah. You're just not going to be living in the in the complete freedom that Christ has uh, yeah. for us. Yeah. You want to try to tackle one more? Yeah. Okay. All right. Last one, one. Last one. So and this, there's not. There's many, many more. Yeah. But this is kind of one that we thought. Well, you know, just as we're looking at our at our young people that we know, and that was we're looking at posts that people are making, and you know, these false beliefs. Maybe that they they might be standing on. Yeah. But what's the false belief or the the issue that is out there about climate control? Yeah. The the environment. Environment. And, and, yeah. You know the climate control mm -hmm. and. Uh, and you know the temperature of the mm -hmm. earth, uh, and, mm -hmm. um, that, and I can't think of the word right now. But uh, global warming. Global warming. Yeah. That's yeah. it. You know, um, and you might think, well, is that in the Bible? Yeah, I mean, the Bible really helps us and speaks to speaks. <laughs> God to a lot knew of what He needed to put in the Bible. <laughs> um, kind of the, the reason we wanted to talk about this is, yeah. is because it's it's a it's a it's a a very important issue to a right. lot of people right. right now. I mean, a yes. lot of people are very very serious about this. Yes. And, in, in, fear, in a fearful way. Very concerned right. and, and fearful right. uh, about, about this. And so we just wanted to you know, share with you what the Bible says about climate control, what the Bible says about uh, our environment. And, and just remember that you know, in this anti-Christ culture, there's all kinds of deception out there. Mm -hmm. so, you, so you just can't listen to everything. You gotta get into scripture. Right. You gotta get into the truth. Yes. You gotta get into the word of God. Yes. And let the word of God be a lamp unto mm -hmm. your feet and a light mm -hmm. unto your back. That's right. If, yes. if, if the dark culture is, is, is your lamp unto your feet and your mm -hmm. light unto your path. If darkness is your light, then you, that's yeah, just darkness. You can't be able to see. Yeah. It's just more darkness. You can't, you can't see. You yeah, gotta, you stumble, you, you fall, you, you bump have, into stuff. Right, have the Holy Spirit in our lives and the Word of God being the lamp unto our feet and the light uh, mm -hmm. unto uh, our path. Uh, so, so when it comes to the environment, when it comes to uh, climate control, uh, when it comes to global warming, uh, certainly... 
we are thankful uh, for the earth. Absolutely. That God has created. Right. That He created right. this earth. Right. Psalm yep. 24. The earth is the Lord's. Everything in it. And everything yes. in it. Yes. This is God's earth. Mm -hmm. He has uh, created it, and it is amazing. Yeah. And we are thankful yeah. for it, and we want to be good stewards. That's of right. It. We want to take right. care That's one of, of our jobs to be a good steward. Yeah. Has given us Genesis. Mm -hmm. uh, Genesis two, uh, fifteen uh, starts right out with starts right out with with that Genesis two, uh, fifteen. God places Adam uh, in the Garden of Eden, and He says this: The Lord God took the man, put him in the Garden of Eden to work it and take care of it. So yeah. he was to work the garden and yep. he was to take care of uh, the garden. We are thankful and want to be good stewards of this earth uh, that God has given us. And if you if you read through like Psalms and you read right, through Proverbs right. what you find yes. out is what you find is that the righteous do that. Mm -hmm. That the people of God are good stewards right. of what God has given them of what God has put in their care. Yeah. A good verse for that uh, is uh, is Proverbs 12 Proverbs 12 uh, 27 says this uh, that uh, the lazy man does not roast his game but the diligent man prizes his possessions uh, so the diligent the wise the righteous mm. are thankful for everything uh, they have thankful for all the Lord has blessed them with and they do a really good job yeah. of caring for right. and taking yeah. care of uh, the uh, the things that God has blessed them with so if you want to help the environment you got to work to lead people to Jesus right because Christian people are going to pick up the trash that's right you know, yeah. you know we don't want to throw trash out on the side of the roads and we don't want to pollute we want to do all that we can mm -hmm. to mm -hmm. to take care and be good that's stewards right. of what God yeah. has given us but to settle anyone's fears or worries uh, about uh, anything that you may be uh, fearful of. I think a lot of people are fearful that, you know, we're going to destroy this mm -hmm. earth and that it's mm -hmm. not going to not going to be able to care for us. Right. Let me just remind you that, again, this is the Lord's earth. Yes. And this earth is here until he is done with it. That's right. And really, at the end, the earth is, is going to be reborn and is going to be our eternal home. The Lord is going to, you know, Second uh, Peter 3, you know, the, the, the earth is going to be destroyed with fire, mm -hmm. but it's here until God does that. Right. It's here until He does that. Right. Nothing we can do is going to, is going to interrupt that or, or stop that. Again, I'm not saying we shouldn't be good stewards. Right. We need to be good stewards, but don't be fearful. The earth is here. It's going to move and work the way that God mm -hmm. has called it to yes. move and work until yeah. He uh, He uh, moves upon it and, and it is remade and reborn into our eternal home. Mm -hmm. And then the new Jerusalem is going to come down to earth and God's going to come down to be where we are and we're going to be with Him and mm -hmm. He's going to be where we are. Right. Uh, you know, some people think that, that our eternal home is going to be off of the earth in heaven. It's not. Right. Our eternal home is going to be the new heavens and the new earth, the new Jerusalem, right here on earth, earth uh, reborn. Uh, so you don't have to be fearful. You don't have to be uh, worried. Now let me just let me just remind you of this promise uh, in Genesis uh, chapter eight. I'll, I always love this promise. Genesis chapter eight. This is this is after the flood. God speaks and he says. As long as the earth endures, 
seed time and harvest, mm. cold and heat, summer and winter, day and night. Listen to this, will never cease. There's going to be seed time and harvest. Mm -hmm. The sun's going to go around. Right. There's going to be summer. There's going right. to be winter. There's going to be fall. There's going to be spring. There's going to be winter, spring, summer, fall. As long as the earth endures, right. they will never cease. Yes. As yeah. long as the earth endures till God's done, you can put seed in the ground, and that seed, if you mm -hmm. care for it, take care for uh, take care of it, mm -hmm. is going to grow and produce a harvest. So yeah. don't worry. That's right. Don't be fearful. People of God, God is with us. Mm. We're his people. This is his world. It's mm. his earth. We're going to be good stewards of it. We want to care for it. We don't want to be foolish and destructive. Yeah. And we're not. Right. We're going to care for it. And it's going to be here until God changes it. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Um, I just want to end with a story that I told you about the bird because yeah. I feel like that is going to just wrap it all up. Yeah. But in school the other day, we learned about, um, we were learning about birds. And if there's too many insects in an area, God will, has designed the bird to produce more eggs. So that helps take care of, you know, it produces more eggs, which produces more, more birds, birds, which then in turn takes care of the insects. So that it gets to the right. So it gets to the exact ra ratio. right ratio. <laughs> and you reminded me when I was talking about that, that Jesus said that, the, that God sees every sparrow that yes. falls to the ground. And he, he cares for even the, the little birds, you know, yes. and that if he cares for them, then he cares for us. Yes, and if God has designed a bird to help sustain the earth with getting rid of the insects, then God has designed everything around us for the earth to sustain us. That's right. And God, and so that we've got to put our hope and our trust in the word of God. We've got to put our hope and trust in him yes. and got to go and vote based on those mm -hmm. beliefs based on the word of god, based on the word right. of god. yes right. yes Amen. so let's pray for our country Amen. and pray for the upcoming election and just any fears or any worries that anybody might have right now yes. let's do that yes okay do you want to lead yes thank you jesus uh, lord we thank you for your word uh, we thank you that it is truth yes and we thank you for our wonderful country uh, we thank you for our freedom we know that it is it is it is there our freedom and our prosperity uh, because our country is founded and built on the Word of God. Yes. And we pray, Lord, that you would just move from sea to shining sea, that you would shine the light of Christ, uh, that you would penetrate uh, the darkness, uh, and that all those that are fearful and, and worried and bound up by so many things uh, would see life and freedom and truth and yes. salvation, uh, everything that they're desiring in you and that they would call out to you uh, for salvation because we know the Word of God says in Romans 10 that everyone who calls on the name yes. of the Lord shall God be, be saved. saved. Yes. Well, we pray that this will be happening uh, right now. Yes. If, you are, if you are feeling stirred by the Holy Spirit right now and you just want to put your faith and trust uh, in Jesus. Would you just pray with me uh, right now? He cares for the birds. Jesus said, if he cares for the birds, how much more does yes. he love you yes. and care for you? Yes. He wants you to believe in him. Put your trust in him. Come to him. Make him your Lord and your Savior. Pray with me. Lord Jesus, I believe in you. Yes, Jesus. And I cry out to you right now for freedom, for salvation. Bring me into your life. Bring me into your family. Bring me into relationship with you. I open my heart. 
I put my faith and trust in you. I declare that you are Lord yes. and Savior yes, and that Jesus. I'm going to live my life to bring you glory and honor. In Jesus' mighty name I pray. Amen. 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 Praise the Lord. Yes. Thank you, Jesus. Well, we're grateful uh, to have time with you uh, tonight. We encourage you to be a student of the Word of God, to build your life on it, to let it change you and transform you. Yes. A great place uh, to help make that happen is to be in church every Sunday. So come join with us uh, on Sunday. Yes. We'd love to see you here. Yeah. God bless. Good night.